Welcome to Certified Adults. I'm Abby Holt. And I'm Sarah Hill. Every week we get together to try to answer the question we all ask, what What the the fuck fuck are we we doing? Guys, this week we have a very special guest joining us, our first of many, we hope. Um, And we hope you enjoy having a third perspective. So welcome, Ashley. (laughs) Hi, Ash. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. I'm so excited. We are also very excited. This is weird. <laughs> Ash, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Um, this is funny because it's like not my first episode and not yours, so I feel uncomfortable. You guys feel like it's old hat. But um, I am just turned 29 a couple of days ago. And I'm a nurse. I work in New York City in a pediatric ICU. And I'm in grad school to be a nurse practitioner. And I cannot wait until that is done with. <laughs> <laughs> um, I live here in New Jersey, like 15 minutes from you guys, with my boyfriend. Shout out to David. <laughs> Hi, David. <laughs> David. <laughs> and we've been dating four years this month. Yay! Uh, happy anniversary. Thank you. My longest relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so worth it. <laughs> All right. Sarah, what are we drinking today? Okay, so today we are back on our orange wine game. We are drinking Aransat Vino Bianco d'Italia. That was really good. That was pretty good. Cheers, guys. Cheers. <laughs> 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 All right. So what's been happening this week with everybody? Ugh. <laughs> no, I feel like the beginning of the week was good. But then today I was just I haven't been sleeping well. So I feel like today it just like hopped me and I just like didn't do anything like productive at all. So that's how my week's gone. Mm. I feel like the day, day dragged on forever and ever. Oh, my day went by so fast. Lucky you. <laughs> I just spent an hour ranting about my day, so I won't dive into that, but I feel okay today. It's my day off of the week, so I'm happy about that. And she's spending it with us. She did did rant uh, for a little bit when she first got here, but we decided that wasn't, shouldn't be part of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just in case anybody listens, not necessary. That's true, that's true. (laughs) I, today went by fast, but I feel like every week's just like, so this is one of the weeks where I feel like I'm on a hamster wheel, you know, I'm just like, everything's going over and over and yeah. over again. I said to my boss today, I was like, I like need an assistant. You should get one. <laughs> that would be the best idea for you because I feel like that would solve so many of your problems with like managing your phones and like people texting you when you're not supposed to be working. You just be like, mm, you can text my assistant. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So sorry, I'm off the clock, but my assistant can be reached at this number. Oh my God, that's such a good (laughs) idea. No, I just feel like I'm like, sometimes have so much like computer work. Did I talk about this last week? I don't know. But like, I'm I'm really only on the floor like two days out of the week now. So because I have so much like admin work to do, but then even those two days, like I should still be doing admin work or like I need to be doing it because it's like a specific day that I need to get something done and I can't because I need to be on the floor and I'm just like 
a little overwhelmed and I feel like I can't keep up sometimes. Like yeah. sometimes I drop the ball on something else because I'm. That's called life. That is called life. <laughs> I agree. But yeah. it's just hard. I feel like no, it's hard to do it all. It is hard to do it all. I'm trying to find a balance. But it's like there's no like clear, precise like job description or like guidelines. You know, there's no like this is your job. This is your job. This is your job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like everything is my job. So sometimes I'm like, I don't know what's going on today. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, whatever. It is what it is. It that's, is what that's it is. just what happens sometimes. That's true. I had a weird work week this week where like my patient assignment on paper was really easy, but one of the families is like uh, I know them. I've had them before for probably the past year. I've known them, and they're like the family that is so particular. Where you know a med was due at nine o'clock, and I was very busy, and it was nine o five, and the mom was poking her head out the door, being like, "Do you have it?" And I'm like. I yes it's in my hand I'm coming in I promise but like I'm also doing seven other things and like helping everybody else and yeah it was challenging because I do like them I know them I have a relationship with them and I wanted to do the best that I could for them but they weren't my only priority but I still had to make them feel like they were a priority it's just it was a weird challenge because technically there wasn't much that either patient I had had going on during the day but they still required so much like my other patient was a baby that didn't have any parents at the bedside. So every time they cried, every time they wanted to eat, mm. every time anything happened, they're a baby. I needed to take care of them oh, and like take so be by their side. Yeah. <laughs> so to juggle that on paper, it looked so easy. When I did my assignment at the beginning of the day, I had like hardly anything to do. And then I ended up still running around like all morning with like a chicken with my head cut off. Ugh. That I can't even fun. imagine. I know. Me neither. <laughs> oh my god. And then it ended in frustration, or ended, it's still going, but... Yeah, on top of, like, the challenging time at work, there was also, like, background personal life issues going on that were, like, I'm fighting with my boyfriend for the first time in our four-year relationship, and that's an interesting time for both of us, because neither of us know what fighting is like, which is wonderful. It's mm-hmm. a great problem to yeah. have. But also, it's like, okay, how do we talk to each other when we're both frustrated with the other person? We haven't come across this yet. Yeah. I still haven't come out of it, if we're being honest. No. Well, it's not going to be solved, you know. (laughs) Right away. Right away. It's going to be. You guys will figure it out. Yeah. It'll just be like a learning. Oh, and I just realized you're going away with a bunch of people this weekend, so. And we're going away with a bunch of people this weekend. And we had a big party last weekend that our house is at least still recovering from. So... When is um, his mom gone? Tomorrow morning when we leave. Oh, right. You're leaving at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, not much time to uh, reconcile there. In the car no, ride. It's going to be in the car ride. Oh, yeah. It'll be like, that's exactly what I was thinking. It's like, we're going to have to have this conversation on our four-hour car Ugh, ride that's tomorrow. That's not really fun. It's not fun, but, you know, I you both just have to come into it, like, clear-headed and, like, adults and talk talk about it and not, like, with... I mean, you've had you have time apart tonight now, so maybe like you can cool off and yeah. both of you, and avoid that passive aggressiveness and stuff. Yeah, I think like our biggest thing now is we have such differences and opinions on like how to manage having guests, planning a day, planning a visit, planning a weekend, and I have certain standards for how our house should look that he doesn't have. 
because he's just never thought of it before. Because he's is a man. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. Okay, Having that's clean why. sheets is a priority to I me. I literally asked, I, last <laughs> night I asked Mike, I was like, I have a question for you. <laughs> we live together and somebody's coming to visit and I ask you to make the bed and you say, um, and I'm like, can you change the sheets? But you're, you, you're like, well, some only like somebody. What would you say if somebody was coming over? I can't explain the story at all. What would, what would you say if your mother was coming to visit, but a friend had just visited last weekend and stayed one night, and they were your mom was sleeping in the same bed as them? Would you change the sheets? Yes. And Mike said, yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> so I was very proud. I am glad that he had that answer. I think our standards are just different, and our the way that my when my family comes to visit, we have everything that we're doing planned out each day, where we're going to eat, what we're going to do, like a week in advance. Yeah. Because then when they come, there's no decisions to be made. Yeah. You just can enjoy the time. You know what you're doing. You know yeah. what you're doing. You're saying, oh, tomorrow we get to do this. That'll be so fun. Whenever we're with his family and how he grew up, they don't do that. So obviously, he doesn't expect that to be the case when his mom comes to visit us now and I totally get that and respect the way that this family functions and how it's different from the way that my family functions however it makes me very frustrated to be in an environment where nothing is planned and suddenly we're trying to do all these things and there's not enough time because nobody planned anything yeah yeah 100% it's yeah, just I'm you, a planner too so I yeah it makes me that make me anxious so yeah. anxious I literally was texting her and I was like, I like my week is planned out. Like, no, I can't make I There's no last minute plans unless it's like meet me at the dog park for five minutes. Like, not that I do that, but you know what I mean? You said text me yesterday. You want to meet me at the farmer's market? Right. Like little things like, yeah, like little things like, (laughs) I didn't, I I was like, no, I can't. Yeah. It was just like little things like that that take like, you know, 20 minutes. Like that's different. If it's like going to Brooklyn. Yeah. Well, it started with my mom's coming to visit. It's Friday. She's coming on Wednesday. Maybe. And then Tuesday night, she's definitely coming. Okay, what are we doing? I'm not sure yet. I'll figure it out. Thursday is the only full day we all have together. What are we doing today? Nothing. We're just going to see what happens. Surprise, it's noon. We have to go to Brooklyn and back. And I have to be with Abby and Sarah at 5 p.m. Okay, so that's five hours of driving. Not even an exaggeration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Truly five hours of driving. I'm like, this is just they go not literally how like three I... miles. And <laughs> we're going to another four hour trip tomorrow. So uh, it's like, yeah. oh, this could have just been better if we had planned it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's different. You know, if you know you like are doing that, it's like in your mind and it's not as bad, but like last minute things. And you're both so busy this week. So like I was yeah. shocked that he had to take work he, off. We can cut this out if we want to, but if he that he was like okay with it i Ugh. think it's the common uh people pleaser mentality oh yeah. yeah which that sucks is i mean we all have a little bit of it we do i 100 percent do it's hard um and i think too if my parents have been like oh i want to come visit this week i would have been like oh yes i want them to visit yeah i wouldn't be like no you can't come which is what i think we should have said in this case anyway yeah, I I get that, yeah. but you but you also might be like, I well, really want you to come, but like, I'm yeah, so this, is the best this time. isn't the best time. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, easier to tell your own parents that. 
Like, can we do this week instead? Yeah. yeah. People, yeah. Like, can we push it to next week? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. This week, we are diving into turning 30 and just that significant life transition. Sarah is almost 32. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ashley no, and no myself are 29. So we're in the, very much all in this uh, part of our lives. And I just thought we could definitely talk about this. Work some things out. Give you some advice. So much good advice. I think it is funny. This is like a cool perspective because you've been 30 for in your 30s for a while now, Sarah. A you, while you're so not old. a while now, longer than. It's been a, almost two years. I think that's a while. You've been in your thirties. Period. Yes. You, Abby, have been twenty nine and are almost thirty, and I've just turned twenty nine, hitting the realization that oh my gosh, my next birthday is thirty. Yeah. Yep. Are you scared yet? <laughs> I'm not scared, but I'm not like, wow, this is so exciting. I think I'm very neutral and feeling like I think 30 is going to be like my decade. Yeah. I feel Fuck like. yeah, it is. My my mom said <laughs> recently, she I was, we were talking about my birthday, and she was like, personally, she's now 60, oh, 66. Um, sorry, mom, telling your age. It's fine. She's, um, she looks amazing. <laughs> she yeah. looks 66. <laughs> Um, but she was like, I think from 30 to 45 was like the prime of my life. Oh. And then she said, what about you, John? My dad. And he goes, I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. That sounds exactly like them. We're going to have to send them the sound clip. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, that gives me a lot of hope. I think the future is bright. Yeah. I definitely agree. I don't know. I think that um, I feel like it's like you're going into a new decade. It's always like whether it's like a decade of like age or like, you know, it's like 2020. Well, we're not going to talk about that, but you know (laughs) what I mean? Like it's like a new beginning type thing. So it's like there's always like kind of like like you always feel like kind of nervous or like but then also like excited about like starting something new. So I don't know. I think I was more excited to turn 30. I didn't feel like ever like, oh, shit, I'm turning 30. Like, I don't want my 20s to end. Like, I was excited. Because I feel like you're just, like, more, like, yourself. You know what I mean? And more, like, established. You have more money. Well, I don't know if everyone does, but uh, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Like, and I just feel like you can kind of enjoy yourself more. Like, you have more, like, know, like, where you're going in life, you know? Versus, like, when you're in your, like early 20s mid 20s you know you don't really know what's ahead or what you want to do yeah like you, you're like more, more self self-aware yeah you know you don't know 20s I, like I look back at it now and I'm like oh my god some of the decisions I made some of the things that I did I was like if I I have no idea who that person was sometimes even like if I think about it sometimes yeah I'm like I don't know who that was like my early 20s self compared to who I am now like I don't think I have an issue with turning 30 I think it's exciting I think part of me is like how the hell did I get here so fast which is a little scary but that's just life yeah like time goes by quickly it does um and I think that you know when I was younger I probably maybe thought I would have accomplished more than 
than I have at this moment. But like we said in the last episode, we have we've had successes. Like I've had things that I've you know succeeded at that make me proud. So in our like idea of being accomplished when we're younger, like in our late teens, early twenties, it's not realistic really. It's like you don't know what life is gonna throw at yeah. you. Like you just like I feel like you kinda of base things off like movies and T V shows. And you're naive. Like, you're yeah. You know, you're naivete like thirty years old you comes gotta, out. Gotta, yeah. yeah. That's what I, I feel like in a way, me turning thirty, I have this sense of like mourning, this carefree, like just speaking of planning like I was I've always been a planner but with my decisions or like you know I graduated college and moved to a city that I didn't I hadn't even visited before without considering the logistics without considering like where am I gonna live what if I don't get an apartment right away like all these things that now I would be like I can't move there I don't know anybody (laughs) I need to at least visit first yeah that would be crazy but I've already phased out of that part of my 20s, I guess, my life. So I guess 30 is the marking point for that carefree like spirit to have dwindled. We won't say died because I'd yes. like to say it doesn't go away. Yes. But I definitely would not make the same decisions that I did when I was in my early 20s now. No. I think yeah. I would be more fearful of I have more like fear of how it will what the repercussions will be oh my god yeah, yeah. The, your consequences you, yeah you definitely think about the consequences more so yeah. much more yeah. like every time I every time I buy something I'm like do I need this like oh this is just another I know. thing <laughs> more money coming out of, out of my account but when I was 20 I was like fuck whatever <laughs> yeah I I feel like starting grad school when I did too was a great way for me to like put that in perspective because in when I did undergrad I did four years undergrad and that was my job like I also had a job but school was my job so Mm -hmm. yeah as much as I didn't like going to class sometimes or I didn't like doing my clinical sometimes it was my job so I was excited to do it because I knew it led to this career that I at the time really wanted to do (laughs) (laughs) I still like my job I just have different feelings now um and My job wasn't my priority. I would say, like, my social life and my school was my priority. Yeah. Now that's completely flipped where work, unfortunately, has to be a priority because I have to go to work. I have to make money. This yeah, is a full-time people alive. job. Yeah. Like, <laughs> people rely on me to be there. Yeah. And I can't just say, no, I can't work this day because I need to work on homework. So, unfortunately, like, now school is taking the backseat. And I can't put as much of my time into school, which is a really weird transition coming from I thought I would have this knowledge of I know how to do school. I've done it before. Come to find now that I'm in a different phase of my life, like, oh, no, 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 it's it's much different. Yeah. Like, I don't have time for school. I have to make the time mm-hmm. and I have to prioritize my life because if I don't, I will have no life. <laughs> yeah. I never thought about it from that. That's a really, really great point. That's like makes so much sense because like, you know, when you're first in college or most people when they're first in college, they still have like mommy and daddy to rely on or mom and mom and dad and dad yeah. <laughs> or just mom or just dad or parents, whoever. Parents. Yeah. Guardians. Guardians. <laughs> um, so, you don't know, like and also it's just the age you're not thinking about that stuff. But now like you're a full grown adult. You're an adult adult. Mm-hmm. And 
you literally have to eat and you need to pay rent and and also keep your sanity yeah if you're go 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 work 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 and you have no time to take a breath or to see friends or to just take a night off then what is that doing to your productivity and other aspects of your life in your school in your job terrible things yeah your mental health is declining significantly yeah, I mean, we're none of us are good at this. <laughs> taking no. a di- night off. <laughs> no, but I am planning on taking a night off this weekend uh, because I'm gonna relax and watch. Kadeem, yeah, Kadeem will be gone, so I'm gonna relax and watch. Oh, that's nice. Some nice oh, that, shows or movies yeah. that he wouldn't watch. Yeah, <laughs> I always love when like I, I don't get a lot of time in the apartment by myself because uh, David works from home. So when I do, I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be so exciting! I'm gonna order the food that he doesn't like, and I'm gonna watch the shows that he doesn't like. But I like, it's fun for like 30 minutes, and then I'm like, oh, I'm bored. I know I, I'm gonna be like lonely, but I think one night will be fine. And then the next couple nights, I'll like shit, come back. Yeah, yeah. All right, it's really quiet here, so yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I love being by myself. I love being by myself, but I feel like I never have a night. It's like I'm obviously by myself during the day because I work from home, but that's different because I'm like doing a million things, you know, like working and stuff. But I think at night, sometimes you just need like a night by yourself. I don't totally. Yeah, I said that to Mike. It's like we're like we're bo- two full grown adults who have our own routines, so it's almost like harder to move in together at this point. Like I was telling mom and dad about this. So I was like, when I was like. In my early twenties, I move in. Fuck yeah, whatever. Like your life Nobody doesn't. Nobody had a routine yet. Nobody had a routine, yeah. and so. But now I'm like, oh my god, I have like my routines are like set in stone. Like Mondays I do this, Tuesdays like you know what I mean. Like I have daily routines that might differ a little bit day to day, but like I, this is when I need to get things done. So now I'm gonna now I'm just that's like the biggest thing I'm worried about. Yeah, but Mike goes off to work, so it's like I feel like the stuff that you're mm. doing during the day, it's like he won't even be there. So it yeah, you still get your alone time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, he'll be at work, and you can do what you need to do, like your workouts and clean or whatever, you know? You're right. Didn't really think about that. Yeah. <laughs> so it won't be a Look at the 31-year-old uh, bringing the insight here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I wanted to touch base on, like, some challenges that we're going to face or we're facing now, um, especially, like, we always talk about societal expectations I know, and pressures. I feel like we talked about this last week. We know, did like, a little bit, but well, but, like you see in like, I don't know, I guess growing up, you would watch like movies and stuff like and be like, the person is 30 years old and they are married. They have like, you know, a successful career or like the husband has a career and the wife is a stay at home mom, you know, and we yeah. have her two kids and they're like perfect house and whatever, you know, like, and that's like, you're like, oh, so what, when I'm 30, like that's going to be my life, you know? Yeah. But, like that's not reality. Yeah, Do you know the Rugrats parents were all 30? They were they're all 30? I'm pretty sure they were 30. That's they're supposed to be? Yeah. They looked like 50. <laughs> <laughs> and they had like little babies. That's what and I'm Joel saying. was like 80. How was it? He had them when he was 50? <sighs> Interesting. Uh, I don't know. I do, like, I remember when I was a teenager even, and younger, I was like, okay, I'm going to be married when I'm 25, and kids by 27. <laughs> <laughs> like, I 100%... I didn't even think that kids by 27, but I 100% thought I'd be married by 27. Like, that seemed old. old yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to wait to get married. I'm going to be 27. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I remember. 
remember when I turned 27, I was like, well. <laughs> That's not happening. Cannot even thing, imagine. Nor do I feel ready to do I mean, do some people do. And at 27. Fine. Yeah, yeah. But you don't, it's like, you don't have to. You know what I mean? Like that, but you, that's, you feel that and you like think that growing up. Like, you know, this is what's going to happen. This is, I'm going to be this age when this happens. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no. And I do think 30 is like that uh, checkpoint of, the stereotypical life of a person where getting married is like the next step yeah. for for society. You turn 30, okay, like when are you getting married now? When are you settling down? When are you having kids? Like regardless of marriage. I work with girls that like are in their early 30s and they're skipping marriage and just having kids now because they're like, well, now I'm getting older and I need to think about that first it's as a priority. It's totally true. That is yeah. in the back of my mind every single second. day. Yeah. I'm literally about to be 32, and it's like, I gotta, like, the baby's gotta come. <laughs> well, Otherwise, I'm gonna like, be geriatric mother. My, oh, April, last, that's like, what, 36? 35. 35. Yeah. Um, but my last, that's like, whatever, TMI. But last year, I went to my usual uh, GYN appointment, and she's like, I talked about, okay, maybe, like, I wanna have kids within the next five years, maybe. And she's like, you're 28? And I said, yeah. And she's like, if you were 30, I would recommend freezing your eggs. Ugh. And I was like, what? What the fuck? For starters, I don't have the cash for that. And second <laughs> of all... <laughs> like, does insurance cover that? No. 30 is... You're going to recommend I freeze my eggs at 30? Like, that's, that's ridiculous. That's so close. If, well, did she, did she mean if you were planning to have babies if you were 30 in five years? So at 35? She was saying that... If at the time of this conversation that we were having, yeah, she was I 30. was 30 and I was saying, I'm planning on having kids within the next five years. Yeah, yeah, okay. And at the time when this conversation was happening, I was like, I just want to know like if I can, if, oh, yeah. what I'll have to do, what the, what that's going to be like with you, like with her as my doctor, what that process is like so I can just like prepare myself way in advance because obviously we've talked about I like to plan things. Yes. <laughs> and um, that was that was her response. And so ultimately, she was like, you know, these tests for fertility, whatever, we're getting off topic now, but these tests for fertility, like, they don't often tell a lot in reality. Like, they're advertised on these other, like, Instagram ads as, like, you want to know if you're fertile? Click here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not quite that easy. Like, sometimes you'll get the results and they'll say, yes, you're very fertile. And then you spend six years trying to have a baby. Yeah. Vice versa. So anyway, that was So don't buy those things, guys. I mean, I'm does sure. she mean that, or does she mean yeah. the stuff that you do at the at doctor's office? It's similar. It's similar tests nowadays. Oh, okay. You can just buy online. Yeah, online. I know yeah. that. I didn't know if they ever did like a deeper like panel or whatever. No, it's just testing certain hormones and like. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm sure you can go more in depth than that, but that's what I was asking about. Oh, okay, okay. Ugh. That's annoying. I know. It's like kind of like scary. It's like, do you know, like, what if you start trying and then it's like you realize you can't. You know what I mean? It's like you could have figured it out earlier. I have my saving grace or like my my hopeful um, note that I keep in the back of my head is my mom had me when she was 38. Yeah. That is 10 years from now for me. So and nine, nine, nine years from now. (laughs) (laughs) But on the other side of that, she also had four miscarriages along the way of having two kids. She had she lost four of them. So it'll come with its struggles regardless I feel but knowing that it's not going to be impossible and I'm 38 years old and still worrying about this you know I don't think you'll be 38 when you do it so I think Mm -hmm. it'll be fine you never know sorry your boss looks really good today 
It's the Ilya. Um, I know. Whatever I just it's had called. to say oh. that. Blush and highlight. I don't have highlights. Oh, oh well. It's the, just the grease. Yeah. <laughs> it is the it is the grease because it's the stuff. What do we use? The bare minerals tinted, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Tinted. Uh, it's like tinted moisturizer. It's like the complexion rescue. Mm-hmm. And I think like it does work better with oily skin because Ashley got it and she said it, do, I do, it doesn't look glowy on me like it does on you. I'm like that's literally like my greasy skin. But. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for the compliment. Oh, yeah. maybe sometimes submit. I feel like I can't use it if I'm like in a dry spell. Like I have like my skin goes through. We went such a yeah. We took a hard left turn here, people. This ties into being thirty though, because I feel like my skin now. Yeah. Okay, especially in the last year, my skin has changed dramatically. Oh my god! Like I have rosacea now on my cheeks. Hello, Holly. Hello, Holly. Thank you very much for those genetics. <laughs> and I... It's, Your mom it's, looks so cute with it. <laughs> I don't think... Like, I agree with you. I don't... Every time she's like, oh my gosh, it's, it's so bad right now. I'm like, look, it looks like you have natural blush on. Yeah. But I have noticed it now for maybe two years, we'll say. The last year, it's definitely gotten worse. It wasn't until maybe a month ago, I was at clinical and had been wearing a mask all day. And somebody was like, oh, you need to take that mask off. Your face is so red. And then they went closer and they're like, oh, no, it's just your rosacea. And I was like, oh, so oh. now we're identifying my rosacea. Like other people are seeing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not just me seeing it in the mirror anymore. Mm. Like other people are noticing it and now have pointed it out. Mm. I'm like, oh, shoot. This is like a whole nother thing that I have uh, to now fix. This is like about. the worst no, yeah. thing. I, I, ugh. I feel like my body, I was thinking about this today when I was walking between restaurants. I was like, oh, my hip's kind of hurting. It's been hurting. If I don't do like hip mobility. My knee is killing me today. I did something to it. It like cracked. It hurts. Yeah. My, like I, I, when I get up in the morning, I have to stretch. I have to. There's no if and. If ands or buts. If and or buts about it. I have to do it or I'll be feel so awful all day. Like today I knew I was going to be sitting on the computer all day because I do payroll and it takes me about four fucking hours. And I was like, all right, so I'll do stretches to my shoulders and to my hips. And then like I finished one restaurant and I got up and I did some stretches. <laughs> then, I, like, <laughs> then I was walking around for like the last hour that I was at work. So I was like, I've been sitting down all day. Yeah. But I, if there's a clear difference in my, how my body feels. Like if I, just chose one day to sit on the couch all day. No, it's not a thing. It's not a thing that can happen. My hamstrings like tighten up. My whole body feels awful if I do that. Okay, now imagine having this conversation and these thoughts when you're 21 years old. No. It just wouldn't happen. No, wow. that's what yeah. I mean. Like I could do that. I could do. I could play in tournaments. I could sit on the couch for a day if I needed to. There'd be no. You're doing I wouldn't have tournaments to stretch. You're 21. But now. you know. But that a couple years before to, like that uh, what I was saying about I had was so much more carefree and like didn't think about what could happen based on the decisions I was making like um when we go skiing now when I was younger I would just bomb down the hill I'm terrified and it was oh. a blast I would just cruise and like go down these crazy uh what are they called Black diamonds. Okay. Runs. Runs, yeah. <laughs> Slopes. I don't know. <laughs> I will go down the mountain and not think twice about it. And now I'm going down, down and, and I'm comes, like, oh, I got to slow She'll down. be coming down the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be 
down one way or another. <laughs> in a sled. In a sled yeah. or on her skis. <laughs> but now, like, I go skiing and I go get going fast, like, not even as fast as I used to go. I know. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to slow down. Terrifying. Terrifying. I'm fall. the same thing. Yeah, I'm like, all right, you got to slow down. Like, let's do bigger turns now. Yeah. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's so scary. Like, Remember when I had that fall, fall last year? Yeah. yeah. yeah I even it was two years ago. ago. Was it two years ago? It was oh, no, it was a year... January or yeah. whatever. And you haven't gone since. I don't want to go. I'm worried, yeah. That's Guys, I liked it. I did a really hard I I fell on my I'm snowboard. I fell on my stomach and then flipped over like and scorpion. Scorpion, but like, you know, face to knee. Scorpion, not backwards. Scorpion. So like my body normally goes that way, which is fine. But I it was like such whiplash that I tore my uh, intercostal, a little bit of an intercostal muscle, in my, which is the muscle between your ribs, for all you who don't know. I did have to do lots of research. I got x-rays. I was like, is my rib broken? Like, is it, you I know. I thought you broke a rib. When you I, were, yeah. I was shocked up. when yeah. I got my x-rays and she was like, nothing's broken, but, you know, you probably have a, like, I, that, that's not even definite that I had a tear in my thing. But she's like, you would have to get a whole nother scan. I'm like, whatever. It's a fucking muscle tear. Let's just go with that. If it's not a broken rib, it's in there. It was the worst pain I have ever, ever. And I feel like I can deal with somewhat the pain. Yeah. Like, whatever. This was terrible. So at a point where I was like crying, screaming out in bed, like I couldn't, I could couldn't only sleep. sleep. Yeah. With like halfway on my back, halfway on my left side, like with a pillow underneath the right part of me, I had to wear like, I couldn't lift anything. I couldn't lift my arm. It was horrible. So yeah. And now I'm terrified. And the now. recovery is so much longer when oh you my get God. hurt. It was like, like two months. I still get, I, I have to stretch like, you know, on that side. Like I still get like little pains, like whatever. I don't know. I'm, I'm just terrified now. <laughs> You're just gonna switch to skiing. But when I was a little bit safer. But same, when I was like a younger snowboarder, I would just fly down the mountain. Yeah, no fear. You you see those like little kids. They like are. I'm like Jesus. Even like not even five years ago, like when my ex and I would go skiing, we'd go down these crazy runs because he was so much better snowboarder than I was a skier, and he would push me, which was nice. It was fun to do. But now I think about those runs that we would do that were like not groomed they were backcountry they were so steep you'd get to the top and look down and you'd be looking like straight down i would never do that that like i don't think i ever had you'd have to hike to get to the top of oh no those aren't my type of things mind you (laughs) i need everybody to be able to see me what if something happens mind you it was i like perfect grooming like corduroy I have no regrets about doing that because it was in the end it was so fun and i would not have done it if i hadn't been forced to but would I do it now? Probably not. Yeah. No. <laughs> no there's no way. Five, five, six years ago. Yeah. There's no fucking way. I'm. D- I do want to talk about skin because I, <laughs> my skin has changed. I feel like changed so much to oh the God, point I got where a facial the other day. Oh yeah. An no, anti-aging no. facial. Oh wait, no. that was my <laughs> 31 year old self. <laughs> it was so good though because the lady, you know, you were originally doing a. I was gonna do a peel, but then she, I came in and she was like. Do you want to do the a, just the peel or do you want to do a facial and a peel? Because, like, you know, normally, like, I do peels for people that have, like, 
they come in and they have like really bad skin, like really bad acne and like like, like blackheads and scars mm-hmm. and stuff. But like your skin, like looks good you're so like i don't think perfect she's so like you don't need well it. not perfect but like she basically well she was like you're not gonna like you're not gonna like the results basically like she's like you're not gonna notice anything from a peel right so she's like i recommend doing a facial plus the peel or just like a facial i'm like all right let's just do it we can just do a facial and she ended up doing um the like anti-aging facial and then the oxygen boost Ooh. yeah and like i left like feeling like my i, I looked at the mirror like i knew i was gonna be like a little bit red but like my face was like snatched like tight oh. <laughs> it's not i don't think it's, it was like that today you have great no a great face but it was like literally like i could great. like see like this it was like literally like yeah. tighter and like it was like super hydrated and yeah it was i really love that good. she um you know was like you know yeah she's so nice she's there. the sweetest I have to go to your person i'm like scared to get a facial no you should go to her she if she uses well, like ha- all, <laughs> all all organic and like natural stuff oh, yeah. i do like that yeah you have to go to the, <laughs> the place i got you a gift certificate well yeah i first. have to do that first i have to go to mine too <laughs> we got each other gift certificates to like uh spas <laughs> yeah spas i i might just do that for a facial though or like a massage for at soja oh i so recommend the massage at yeah. sojo like subtle plug without being sponsored by them because that was the best massage I've had ever. And mm. I used to get massages because I destroyed my back doing my job several years ago. So I'd get them as like, it was a prescription that I had, oh, wow. which those were great and made me feel so good. And I always loved getting them. This was amazing. It was the perfect amount of pressure, perfect amount of relaxation. I didn't leave feeling like I had just run a marathon out and my muscles hurt, mm-hmm. but I still left feeling like stretched and relaxed and like tense free. Oh, maybe I'll go for my birthday. It was so great. Yeah. And it was yeah, David's yeah. first massage ever. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, but it can only go down from here. <laughs> like it's never going to be as good as this. <laughs> David's like, really? I'm going to go no, wait, all the time. <laughs> the lady at the, the facial lady, she gives like a very, very good, at least. Sorry. What's her name? Ugh. It's like an it's odd, odd name. That's name. It's beautiful. Yes. Not Athena. Um, I think it is Athena. Let me look at it? my Venmo. I just she oh, is. Such a nice name for somebody with those facials. She's <laughs> so sweet. Um, she's so sweet. If you are around New York or Jersey City. Aretha. Aretha. Yeah. Oh. Um, Gaia's, what's it called? Gaia's, Gaia's Cavern. Cavern. Oh, my God. She's so Gaia. G-A-I-A Cavern. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's so sweet. And like. Definitely recommend. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I won't say the name of this place, but I did get a massage as a gift that was advertised. David got it for me as uh, you'll leave feeling the most relaxed you've ever felt in your life. And this woman basically just I like, want to say it didn't end like that. It. She basically <laughs> just like gently brushed her hands over me for an hour. And I was so frustrated that it wasn't doing what I needed a massage to do for me. Like the opposite. Yeah, that I think I left more tense. Oh, <laughs> no. And you can, like, say to her? Well, she did. was like, how's this pressure? And me being, like, the people pleaser that I uh, can be, I was like, yeah. it's perfect, and still tipped her 20%. Uh, so, like, it wasn't my best experience. But I have every other massage I've gotten has been lovely. Amazing. Now I okay. need a facial. I need okay. to interrupt this skin talk. We're not even talking about skin anymore. <laughs> to tell you guys that we're started drinking another bottle of wine. There's three of us today. It's yeah. fine. Don't judge. It, this is also an orange wine, and it is called Zest or Zeste. I don't. And that's 
Semolina? No. Semolone. Semolone. Something like that. I'll post pictures, guys. I don't think I posted anything for this week. Yeah. Shit. Smells a little weird. Tastes pretty good. Yeah. It's it's fruity. Yeah. I like it. I can't remember which one is Italian, which one. They might be both Italian. The last one was Italian. Yeah. I think this one's Italian as well. Actually, no. I think this one might be French because I when I was at the store, I was like... This one is French. The accent okay, yeah. on the E. Okay. It's French. <sighs> The French accent for me is not a thing. <laughs> but <laughs> my skin has definitely changed. You know what frustrates me is all the misinformation out there and or just the sheer maths. There's just too much information. Of information. And some um, the majority of it is misinformation. And then you like try you think you have a skin routine and you change it up and you have a routine for a little bit, then you're like, This isn't working for me. I just, I actually just listened to another podcast episode about like skincare like the cult of skincare um what's it what's that podcast called uh, sounds like a cult yeah, yeah. um these girls <laughs> girls job. are amazing isa <laughs> and amanda so cool they're never gonna hear this but like maybe one day we'll be on their level <laughs> so but back and they're to episode six the, ex- <laughs> shut you out. the expert yeah. that they um had on said like she literally just uses like two things two products and i can't remember what they are now but i was like is this just like how it's supposed to be? Like, does any of this stuff actually would do anything? But then I'm like, okay, maybe I should just be listening to the, um, you know, dermatologists. So like, I file, I follow like two dermatologists that like I really like, and I'm hoping that they're giving me the right information. I think this every time I do my skincare routine, quote quote, heavy quotes, because it's such a fad right now that I know probably 75% of it is product marketing and like this will make your wrinkles disappear and whatever it's supposed to do um but i do feel things like retinol or like chemical exfoliants like do have their benefits Mm -hmm. and should be used i think a lot of these serums are probably just yeah to make you feel good about what you're doing yeah i agree i I agree. agree yeah also it's like things work if someone it works for someone doesn't mean it's going to work for you. You know That's what I mean? True. Like you see someone on Instagram, like they like sh- say this stuff or maybe they even show you pictures and like, but it's like, if you use it, it doesn't mean it's going to, you're going to have the same results. So it's like hard to figure out. So you're just going to do like test experimenting, you know? Yeah. I've had to like switch it up so much. Like I've, I am, I have, I did, I started using like retinol like a year ago and it worked well for me at the beginning. And now, now it's like, um, it felt like I was getting way too dry with it. So I was, I stopped using it for a little bit. And then I was like, all right, maybe if I do, um, try no one lotion. And then like once that's all settled in some, like just a little bit of skin oil. So overnight it's like not drying out too much. And that's been working really well. And then they say you're supposed to use niacinamide before you use tretinoin so i've been doing that and i feel like my skin has been um cooperating with the tretinoin a little bit What's better retinol tretinoin oh it's, it's retinol. like retinol yeah. yeah oh okay okay yeah but my huge issue now is hormonal acne on my jaw God, preach like yes. here yes yeah that's I, like a i used to get that too but i don't i haven't gotten it recently i don't know why i maybe i like i know that they say like at this point part of our lives like we go through like another almost another puberty 
Yeah. Which is fucking insane. Like we're we've done. We did that. We're done. This is fucking is annoying. True. Being a woman is hard as fuck. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't stop. I feel like this is just another reminder that like we're gonna keep having to ch- deal with these challenges. Yeah. And like a decade from now, when we have our reunion episode and we're all turning forty, <laughs> we're gonna be like. So how do you guys get rid of your wrinkles? How do you guys get rid of your this, that, whatever? We, we already have, have wrinkles. All these different problems. But I so agree with you about the hormone. And and for me, I've I I I um have accepted the fact that my lifestyle creates too much cortisol for my skin to handle. Mm. And there's not much that I've figured out how to do to reduce it. Plus my hormones like monthly hormones have exacerbated every ounce of these issues yeah tenfold every single month i break out in a rash around my nose it looks like i have acne around my nostrils and i get horrible acne like you were saying yeah just under my jawline like if i feel right now thankfully you can't see but it's all bumpy it's, and it stay they stay and it doesn't go away like the redness goes away the redness There's goes like away? There's no redness. It's just... Oh. Well... I have redness. <laughs> I have some. No, especially because I'm also like a nervous... Um, picker. Picker. Mm. Like my cuticles, my face, my everything. I pick, which is disgusting and I know, but unfortunately it's something I'm going to It's just break. one of those things that you have. Yeah, I, we all do weird things. So I definitely do get redness, but I feel these bumps. And that is new as of the last year. Mm-hmm. I feel like 29 was like my little warning year of here's what's to come buckle up kiddo like, no because i i'm gonna say because i think the past couple years my skin has gotten like a little like better as far as i used to have like the hormonal acne and i would get chest breakouts too oh, that's what oh, yeah. i'm getting so what yeah. you're saying is we just have to wait till 32 and it'll all get better. no i'm not 32 yet <laughs> oh i'm so sorry oh, i'm not 30 yet either so <laughs> No, but like I think it's just like it think your body just like changes. It does. Yeah. It's the one thing I've noticed that even like a tangible example is the Paula's Choice um exfoliant, exfoliant. chemical exfoliant, yeah. BHA, used, chemical exfoliant. I used it a full bottle maybe a year, year and a half ago and I loved it. It worked so well on my skin. My skin looked so clear. I didn't have any issues with redness or dryness or anything. I then, like, it was so expensive. I tried to find less expensive alternatives. And now, finally, I was like, you know what? It worked really well for me. I'm just going to get it and, like, splurge. I only use oh, it. Oh, I use it. Yeah, I every use day. it every day. But it lasts a but... long time. It does. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to get it again. I'm going to start using it again. It worked really well, and I liked it. I started using it again. And now, like, I was talking about my rosacea has gotten so much worse legit since I started using it. And acids huh. do exacerbate rosacea and i've noticed that my skin's been way more dry so like even in the year and a half that it's been since i first used this same product yeah i'm using it again and my skin is reacting to it in a completely different way interesting Hmm. um apparently like aha and bha are different so i um so you're supposed to use like one when your skin is drier and one when your skin is like kind of regular so maybe I can't. I think Paula's Choice Chemical Exfoliant is AHA, if I'm not mistaken. I thought it was both. Can you? Oh, there's literally I have it right there next to I my um, utensils, Sarah. Oh, yeah. it's on the counter. Yes, yeah, Abby. I just bought a new one. <laughs> 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 what does it say? 
Um, I forgot. BHA. Okay, so two percent BHA liquid exfoliant salicylic acid. Oh, it's a salicylic acid also. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe that there is the BHA salicylic acid. I can't remember which one is which now, but then you have the AHA uh, mixed with glycolic that is better for whatever skin type. I can't remember now, but I was using, <laughs> um, try, I was, I think I, I believe I was using less of that in the winter when my skin was drier and more of glycolic acid mm. mixture. This is just like something I, you experimented with. I experimented with and my, the derm, one of the derms I follow, you know, said, for different skin types. So I was like, oh, my skin gets super dry in the winter. Maybe I'll try that. Blah, blah, blah. I also use glycolic acid on my armpits because I've been stanky. <laughs> but um, that's that's like a good way to like detox and like get, I feel like my, like I said, my pH balance has been kind of off. So that's been helping with that. Uh, but maybe look into glycolic acid. Yeah, I haven't AHA. tried glycolic acid because I think it's a stronger acid oh. than the salicylic or the BHA AHA. I could be totally pulling that out of my ass. I'm not positive on that. But since I've been having these problems like with my rosacea, which is spreading dramatically and rapidly, I and I know acids make it worse, I've been scared to use the glycolic acid. Oh yes, acid. maybe you just can't. Also in my future is a trip to the to the dermatologist. Oh, yeah. Because on top of the facial issues that we've been discussing, I have other rashy issues that have popped up in the last six months that yeah. ultimately need to be attended to by a medical professional, which I am not. So Same. you are. Well, well you are. Sure. <laughs> oh shit! No. <laughs> but a different type. Different type. A more specialized uh, and better educated. Yeah. Medical professional. No, same. I always think I need to go. I I really should probably go to a derm and like talk about my random rashes that I get. But it was I time also, for that. I trained um, this guy at work who used to date a girl that worked in the dermatology clinic. And he was like, oh my God, she had the best skin. Like her skin was like a doll, perfect. Because she could get all these products that you can only get by prescription. Mm-hmm. Which like, this is so like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Culty? It's a little culty, <laughs> but it's also like, I understand that I have the privilege of healthcare and being able to go to these places and get prescriptions that Mm -hmm. I can probably afford. And, Mm -hmm. you know, these things are so expensive. There's got to be simpler ways, which is ultimately why I haven't gone to the derm yet. Because I'm like, we have to be able to find solutions at a drugstore because buying expensive things. Or in nature. Yeah. Like, oh, my, I work with this woman. Yeah. What do they do in the, like, 1600s? I work with this woman who (laughs) is. I don't think they... I don't think they cared about skincare. I don't think it was a fad. <laughs> I feel like there was bigger issues. <laughs> Their TikTok for you Famines page was like that. the best meme. Uh, right. No, there's definitely not. There's, you still, I don't care what, when, what period you were in. Okay, their vanity was always there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're talking about the rich yeah. people. Their we're talking TikTok about the royalty. Like, what's under your yeah. petticoat? Yeah. <laughs> Like they had fucking solutions for things. Yeah, but this woman that I worked with as not a, the common a folk. Doctor is eighty-two years old and still working full time as a doctor. Okay. Why? This woman looks seriously. That was my first question. Second question was, <laughs> how do you, how do you look as you do now? Which is her skin is like tight. She has not had work done. She told me, so I know this. She said, "Oh, I use aloe on my skin every morning," and I was like. 
Okay. Well, that's simple. I was uh, just listening to something where somebody said they had, there was an alloy in their project, and I think that's the that was the like defining ingredient. I used to always use aloe every day in high school to treat my acne, and it worked beautifully. And I don't know why I don't do it anymore. I had no idea you did that. Yeah. This this is episode is wildly off topic, <laughs> or we're well, just like not, not really. really following. We're kind of talking about turning thirty. We are. Yeah. We are. We're just like not following. I did say our last episode we might just talk. Which is what we normally do anyway, but this is, this is fun. Yeah. Um, I feel hello. like I've settled in a bit more to this conversation. Yeah. I feel less like there's a mic right in front of me, which there is, and more like we're just hanging out, which we often, often? <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> we try to We do. try to do often. We try uh, to do. The wine also helps with the, yeah. with the yeah, calming of exactly, the nerves. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we have wine. We're not alcoholics. It's just no, 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 on not why. Nights. It's partly why. <laughs> partly why. We also like it. No, I think we yeah. would have settled into a conversation like this regardless of the wine. We yeah. would have. We would have. We were all in like a... I also would. walked in the, go- in the door today going, everybody today is annoying me. So we've come a, we've come a long way. True, true, true. <laughs> Guys, things are looking up. We, like Ashley, like she said, she turned 29 on May 10th. Happy birthday. Thank you. And um, we... Wait, this is a great point we need to tell everybody. So no. we were like, Ashley, sh- when should we hang out? Like, oh, wh- what are you doing oh, for your yeah. birthday? <laughs> what should we do? And so she sent both Sarah and I her calendar. And I was like, oh, OK, it looks like on Thursday the 18th, which is today, the day we're recording. Um, And it was free. And I was like, all right, let's do something Thursday. Maybe you can be a part of the podcast. And then we can like go somewhere, go like out <laughs> for a drink after whatever so that was like her birthday plans i thought like i assumed she was going to do something on her birthday and she's yeah. working or like you know with, with david, david like yeah. after the day after or whatever and then a week <laughs> literally like no, a no, week no. a week before her birthday yeah. no a week before no. the saturday a week before yeah a mm-hmm. week before it's uh, four days before her actual birthday yeah. okay mm-hmm. <laughs> she goes do you guys prefer an afternoon or a nighttime party? And we're like, I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> what do you well, mean? I'm like an afternoon, but you know. Yeah, because we're old yeah. now. You know, we're in our going to our 30s, in our 30s. Um, and then it got to the point where Ashley was like, all right, so maybe like 3 p.m. for this Saturday. We're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> okay. She never fucking told us that she was having a birthday party. <laughs> Literally. She's like, oh, I texted everyone like in March. Yes. Can um, I tell this from my perspective? So but did not tell, no, we're gonna tell either of us first. <laughs> we're the host. We Abby has been her best friend two for like fucking so- decades. <laughs> two decades. Almost. 20 years. Oh, 19. 19 years and seven months. <laughs> We've been friends. And she just happened to forget to oh, invite God. us to her party. Uh, Luckily, we were like somewhat free. Thank God. <laughs> if you had both been like, no, I'd been like, I might have to reschedule. <laughs> oh, this goes, okay, so my perspective is, I with my, I have different groups of friends. We all do. With yeah. my work friends, 
I have to let them know about things like at least two months in advance so that everybody who wants to do the thing can request it off oh, from yeah. our schedule. Yeah. Because if next week I say, okay, everybody on Friday, I'm doing something, they're going to go, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working, I'm, and nobody's going to be able to come. Mm-hmm. So in March, I was like, I know this is so far away, but in May on the 13th, I'm going to have a party. If you'd like to come, request it off. Da, 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 da. I told everybody I needed to tell. Also forgot a major person at work for the record until three weeks ago, but she happened to be away, so it didn't matter. And I told the guys, my other friend group, maybe a month ago, the same thing, where we have to plan everything like you you guys and I do, six weeks in advance because yeah. everybody has a busy schedule. Anyway, I told them about a month ago, put it on our calendar that we share, and that was that. We Wait, talk- you guys share a calendar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Started when we were all living together. Oh, so, right. Yeah. Maybe when, we should share When we were calendar. all living together, we started a calendar because things were going on. And That's whatever. cute. Um, so you and I, Abby, talked so much. Yeah. I had just assumed. Assume she said. Yeah. I had mentioned it. We, like, forget to tell. We talk so much about, like, the day-to-day things that we forget to tell each other. Yes. Sometimes, like, the big things. It's In like, the moment, yeah. I had assumed that I had mentioned this to you because I had mentioned it to everybody else in the world. Yeah. And, like, even to Avery, my cousin that lives in Boston. Yeah. Like, I know you won't be able to come, but I'm having it. I might as well invite you just in case you can come. Like, mention it to everybody. Yeah. And then when it came time, I texted you, okay, it's going to be 3 p.m. on Saturday. And you both said, we literally asked you what you were doing for your birthday. And I was like, (laughs) I didn't think you meant the party. She thought we meant like the birthday day, but like we meant like the whole thing. Like, I yeah. did because I had a final exam. My birthday was on the tenth. Yeah. My final exam was on the eleventh, mm-hmm. and you were not the only person within fifteen minutes that had texted me asking, "Are you doing something on your actual birthday?" Yeah. And the person that had asked I see me how it before, is. I'm not that important. The person that had asked me before knew about the party. Yeah. <laughs> Gotcha. So it was a context thing. So I assumed you were asking the same question that they had just asked. Yeah. Literally within a 15-minute window, you both texted me. That's hilarious. And I just assumed, which we all know what that means. Yeah. You never assume. Yeah. Yep. So that, you was, and me. that was what happened. But you were both wonderful and still made it. Of course. And I am, I, I have to say this is so tangential, but... I was just saying how there's like different groups of friends that I have and it's always weird every time that I have a party when I just merge all of these groups of friends together and like hope for the best Mm -hmm. which typically does turn out well because I like to think I have nice friends but you know the background of some of my friends you both do and some of them don't play well with others particularly some of my work friends this group of work friends that I had come I was so happy with because they're just genuinely nice people. Yeah, they were so sweet. Mm-hmm. And we didn't talk about work. That's the hardest thing and the best thing. We did yeah. for maybe... Like a little bit, but A like... little bit, yeah, that I was involved with. And I did hear some off conversations of people talking about work. For the majority of the time, the group of us that worked together were also talking with some of the guys that were there from David's group of friends. And like you guys, when you were all sitting with, when you were sitting with us, we all talked together. And it wasn't just like, so the other day at work, and it is so much, there's so much, I don't want to use the word drama because that's not the right word, but like, 
I would I would argue that my work day is probably a little more exciting in terms of things happening than most people's work day. Mm-hmm. Like a kid might code, a kid might die, a yeah. kid might like literally shit everywhere in the entire room and somehow it's on the ceiling and like that's funny but that's not going to happen in an office or at a restaurant so like no these i feel like for ex- hope it doesn't happen in the restaurant i feel like for like excitement factors it's like ashley's all the way up here i'm like i'm like somewhere in the middle and sarah's like a little bit below me yeah. she works from home i come home and i'm like blah, 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 this all happened today and he's like i got this really upsetting email I'm like, <laughs> Well, that's Sarah. Sarah works from home. Yeah, but like I think mine's a little more some like happens. Do you, that they, I actually I work, don't really know. Do you like talk a lot to people? To like talk, I work. Not talk about work. No, because yeah, like yeah, I yeah. work with like other like outside like agencies. So like emailing with them or like on the phone with them, and you know they're annoying sometimes. So sometimes I have like stories, but it's mostly like with like my coworkers. I'll like message them like this person did this, blah 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 blah. They're so annoying. Like they don't yeah, follow so directions. Like they don't, you know what I mean? Right. I had this conversation with another nurse that I am in my graduate school program with where we only see each other maybe two or three times a year. So every time we do, we're like, what do you do? What do you do? Like we don't know anything about each other. Anyway, I had said, oh, what does your husband do? And she was like, he works in marketing doing this com- or with this company. And I was like, oh, like what does that involve? And she was like, not exactly sure and I was like you know what I could probably say the same thing about my boyfriend like he's a programmer he works in financial program like for a financial company what does he actually do like I don't know reflecting on that I was like if our husbands were talking and he said to my boyfriend oh what does your girlfriend do like what does she actually do at work Mm -hmm. he probably wouldn't have an answer but if he asked my boyfriend about my coworkers. He would be like, oh, well, this girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I know oh that God. they're sleeping together. And I oh know that God. this one. Yeah. That's so funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> what do they actually do? I don't know. But I know all the drama. <laughs> it's so hard to not. I do the same thing with Mike where because he knows everybody that I work with. Mm-hmm. And I'm so wrapped up in work, just like as we all are. I try so hard not to be, but like because he, maybe if he didn't know anybody, I would be like less inclined to like tell him. But like, I mean, obviously it doesn't matter. I mean, David doesn't really know everybody you work with, but yeah, yeah. Like some people, but like for me, it's like Mike knows everybody. So I'm like, guess who did this? And like, this happened. Well, that's this motherfucker said this to me. Like, Like, I know all his coworkers. Like, I've met them before. Like, some of them came to our wedding. So, like, Mm -hmm. I'll get all like the juicy drama and stuff too. So it's like kind of good. That happened with this party <laughs> where, like, on the other side, I'm like, oh, I know all the stuff. <laughs> I know so much about you. I just feel <laughs> it's bad. So nice to meet though. you. Oh my god. <laughs> I get. <laughs> I've heard great things. <sighs> I've heard a lot. I feel yeah. bad though because I'm like, I feel like, like I struggle with um, having the energy to be super present when I'm Mike and I are together. Like sometimes, so it makes me feel bad when I just go on a tangent about work. All right, so we've got on on like. Like an infinite number of tangents. <laughs> this episode, I don't even know what this episode's about. But hopefully, hopefully you, guys, you guys are still listening. Hopefully you followed along. Yeah, hopefully you're still listening, following along, finding us interesting, entertaining. <laughs> I don't know. Um, what are we talking about now? I feel oh, like yeah. we created this podcast so we like feel like we were talking yeah. to people. You know? No, yeah, it's fine. We were talking about though what it's like. 
turning 30 and how things have changed your perspectives, your goals, your relationships with people. And I think the idea and probably how a lot of people think or feel rather is like when you're turning 30, you have a better sense of who you are and you care less about what other people think about you mm-hmm. and you're more accepting of I I do agree that I do care less about how other people feel about me and I I value more my opinion of myself. Yeah. And um somebody oh, I just got a birthday card from somebody that was at the party speaking of who wrote um, she wrote a really nice thing and said, I love that you are always genuinely you and true to yourself. That's so nice. And I was like, that's really sweet. Like, I, I do feel that I am. Like, if I disagree with something, I don't just give in because it's what everybody else is thinking. I'm like, yeah, no, I just don't. I don't agree with that. I feel like you've kind of always been like that. Uh, maybe, maybe I've acted From my way. perspective. I don't know if I've felt that way. Right. Like, yeah. I, uh, the, the very simple example is when I was in college and I graduated I work in a predominantly uh women uh whatever my field is predominantly women and as a result it's very catty it's a lot of gossiping it's just how it goes unfortunately and I think when I was in college and when I first started I was very much trying to be in the group of friends that were quote quote popular and that group was the people who were talking about everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I have since learned that if they're talking about everybody else, they're, they're talking also about talking about you. Oh, yeah. 100%. And so if I lead my life in a way that they don't have anything to talk about, like, oh, did you hear Ashley said this? Ashley said this about her. She said this about Ash. If I just lead my life in a way where there is none of that conversation because it doesn't happen, I have less anxiety. I have less to worry about. And people just accept me as a person that doesn't talk shit, doesn't gossip. Yeah. I talk I, – I, David gives me a hard time because he's like, you're always gossiping. But I'm gossiping about – To you. Him. Yeah, I'm, I'm gossiping. I'm saying, like, this person at work was really challenging or, like, this person was talking shit at work to him or, like, oh, yeah. to yeah. you, Abby, or yeah. you guys – because I know that you're not going to talk to the other person I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. it's not. It's you're not venting. I'm venting. You're venting. Yeah. And it's more like, this made me feel a certain way. I can't believe they said that because it hurt my feelings on behalf of this person or whatever it might be. Oh, how the tables have turned. You're the gossip now. <laughs> gossip so I went, girl. Moral of the story is I went from being XOXO. really gossipy and wanting to be popular to still being gossipy and not popular. <laughs> No, I now think I don't care about being popular. Now yeah. I'm just like, you know what? It's not a priority of mine, nor should it have ever been. No, I'll make friends with the people that I relate to the most. And those people, thank God, have been the people that aren't as clicky and gossipy as the people I was trying to be friends with before. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just such a like, I think it's just a uh, you get to a point in your life where you realize what's important is what's not important. Like when you're younger, you're trying so hard to fit in or when you start at a new job or even if you're a little bit older, you know, in a new av- environment, you're trying so hard to fit in and find your group of people that you'll almost go to like whatever length to be cool or like be accepted. 
And yourself. Oh, 100%. You 100% are like, who the fuck am I? Like, that has that definitely happened to me when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I now. Saying things, being like, why did I even say I didn't even Oh, my God. There are so many memories, like, That's that I think about. That's a thing I think, like, you go through, like, as, like, a teenager, especially, you know? Yeah, but it's so great. But, like, even in your, like, 20, even in, like, my early, <laughs> mid-20s. You and I, Abby, in middle school used to be so bad at this. Obviously, we've grown a lot, thank the load. But um, <laughs> praise Jesus. <laughs> I distinctly remember having a conversation with my mother, who is the least gossipy human ever, where I was like, "Well, this person isn't getting along with us anymore, so they can't sit at that seat in the cafeteria. <laughs> We're making them sit at this other seat in the we cafeteria." We did that. Yes. Okay. Oh, th- I think that just. What people did at St. Francis, I think people were like, "You're in." I think you're it's so a middle school. It's thing. a middle school thing, but I think yeah. it especially was like at that school. Like that people are so fucking clicky. like clicky yeah. and catty. Yeah. Yeah. The Catholic school is gonna oh. be clicky and catty. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. What else <laughs> is there sure. besides <laughs> Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> catty white girls. <laughs> oh, oh no! What I, did your mom say? I want you to stop I'm hanging out with sure. Abby. Yes, she did say that. She did not want us to be friends when we first started because because I was the same way. So this is not singling you out, but you probably sparked a little light in me having an older sister, which I did not, of gossiping and having a friends group that you want to be close knit. But this person doesn't get along with that person, so that mm. person can't sit with that person. And like, it doesn't need to be that complicated. But when you're in middle school, that's the only thing you're focusing on. Yeah, yeah. Now we've realized that you know your friends are your friends and those that talk shit are probably not your friends oh my god yeah i'm so uh, i feel like i do a really good job of distance distancing myself from people like i haven't like made like i have people i feel like the last friend i made not and i'm not talking about like the people i've met in like the last two years that i've been in jersey but the last like friend i've made is like Ashley. <laughs> 19 years ago. <laughs> I would say maybe Alice. Cause like, I feel like I still, we still like will reconnect it like a couple times a year, but I, I, I'm not one of those people who like really easily connects with people. Like I don't, this is going to sound really harsh. I don't have time for anybody. Uh, except for the people who are already in my life. You don't even have time for us. So. That's, that's not true I talk every day <laughs> that's also hard with close friends as i've had several conversations with you guys about i have close friends where yes i don't have time so the time that i do make to hang out with you i expect you to understand this is a sacrifice of my own time to be with you yeah and respect that well we respect it ashley we <laughs> understand that we force you to come on the podcast yes. today. yeah Dragged we force you to hang out with us every two months i have i i have high expectations for my friends yeah. for my close friends it's mine to be a two-parter i have high expectations for my close friends and i unfortunately expect the same in return yeah which isn't always reciprocated and when it's not which is often because i have high expectations yep i get very disappointed yeah which is and something it's... that's happened only in the most recent years or at least mm-hmm. that i've realized mm-hmm. well I, you have like different levels of friends and i and i think that this is like definitely relevant to like what we're talking about because 
you know, when you're going into your 30s, you kind of have like this set people. And like, I was almost going to bring up like how you make new friends, like when you're in your 30s. But like, honestly, I don't like give a fuck about making new friends. Um, <laughs> no, no, I have people in my life. Small segue. I have people in my life that I would love to be like friends with, you know, for a long time. But I have I feel like I'm at capacity for what I can the time I can give to the important people in my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's you two and Mike and like my immediate family almost like that's feel like that's like what all that I have capacity for at the present moment and what I love to like do a little more with the people who I genuinely care about and like that are outside that circle yes but like I'm your immediate family you know <laughs> yeah but you're like double because like you're like you know my other best friend and my, my sister <laughs> yeah like it's just like you get double okay. <laughs> wonderful but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, you guys, I have my core group who, you know, I'll, I would drop anything for, but then I have people who I would love to work into that core group. I just don't have, know if I have the mental, physical capacity to do that at the moment. Yeah. I just don't have enough time. Like li- literally do not have enough time. No time, no bandwidth. Like I, I really, have, we have to make plans six weeks in advance yeah. to hang out together. Yeah. You think yeah. I have time to pencil in seven other people no, no, no. it's hard and it's kind of it's kind of sucky because there's like certain people who i love and like who are people i like will see at work and like i generally love that person and i wish we could hang out more at work but like i get them at work so for me i'm like sometimes like eh, well i got them at work so like that's good you know the other nice thing about those relationships is you can go that person at work probably it is in my case knows everything about you yep Good, bad, and, and the ugly. But yeah. I always say this. You can go talk <laughs> shit about your boyfriend to them, and your boyfriend will never find out. And that person <laughs> will judge you nonetheless. The person I talk shit to at work literally lives with my I boyfriend. was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't talk say, shit I think about I know my boyfriend. Talk shit to I don't talk shit about my boyfriend at all. But um, Anna, if you're listening, <laughs> Anna and I talk shit about like everything in it anyone like and not really just like work people we talk about all life things but like she's i mean she we've seen each other at our worst seen each other best like yeah but that's so true especially for jobs like ours not that they're on this they're very different but like in different ways customer service they're both, we get down to it. <laughs> but they both you're you're in and you're grinding and you know you're you have to like you're in the trenches with this person yes and you need them to know who you are and it's nice to know who they are oh my god like i've these people have seen me you know with like sweat stains because it's been 100 (laughs) degrees and there's no ac and i and i'm pissed because yeah and the the restaurant should be closed the bitch the bitch yelled at me because i didn't have a table outside for her when it's 90 degrees and it's summer (laughs) i mean not to level up on you but i have literally been and i don't i'm not exact that's why i use the term literally elbow deep in somebody's ass wiping them mm-hmm. and the other person has been holding them yeah. upright and we've been like so how did that thing go this weekend like what was that like and I'm wiping their bottom bonding experience for yeah. sure you're in the trenches yeah <laughs> <laughs> on the side note of this like side note of the side note on the side note but also getting back on track of what we're supposed to be talking about of knowing who you are and like uh, being true to yourself and all that I feel less like I know what I want to do with my life now than I did when I was 18. I think that's so interesting 
but I think that's good. I don't know if that's gonna. I it might be good for you. Yeah, because I feel like you realize that what you thought you wanted to do, you don't actually want to do. Yeah. I was so sure at 18. And it wasn't only that I was so sure, but it was such an easy direction mm -hmm. where I was like, I want to be a nurse. I'm going to go to school for nursing. And my then mom's I a, nurse, a nurse. You know? Yeah. yeah. My mom is a nurse. I know what that's like. Yep. Did I? No. But. Holly, <laughs> <laughs> you lied to me. Now? No. Oh, my God. My mom, I went to her and I was like, Obviously, my, my mom's been a nurse now for over 45 years. Yeah. And I was like, when I told you that I wanted to go into nursing school, why didn't you tell me what it was going to be like? Oh, no. Like, the truth of what yeah. it was going to be like. Because now we have these conversations where she and I can be like, oh, this happened to work today. Oh, this happened to work today. That's so nice. Or I'll have a problem where she's like, oh, nurses collectively have been complaining about this since the 80s. That is a sentence that she has said out loud. That is me. like... One, so terrible. Yeah. I mean, I that's our, that's literally America. I mean, when, <laughs> we, yeah. when we went on strike, I was telling my mom, and she was like, what's going to happen? What are you going to – are you going to strike? And I was like, well, what have you done? And she's like, I've never gone on strike. We've ne I've never worked for a place that's gone on strike. And I was like, well, what do you think about these things that we're striking for, X, Y, Z? And she was like, oh, I 100% agree. I yeah. think these are things that have been – problems like she said since the 80s since the 80s and i said to her in another conversation why didn't you tell me what it was going to be like like mm. this job is so challenging you're yeah. like basically customer service with a college degree and and with literally life and death and they, it's 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 run like a customer service business when it shouldn't be when it shouldn't be yeah and um, she was like, I was so nervous to say anything because you did want to do it and you were so set on that. Oh, yeah. Like, I understand that viewpoint. I didn't want to be like, you know, you might want to reconsider. This isn't going to be the job you think it's going to be. Yep. Because she was like, I just, you know, you'd fi you'd figure it out on your own. And that's what you also, would Also, she to probably would have told you that and you still would have been like, yeah. Cool. Been like, you don't know anything, mom. Because it's like, <laughs> yeah. You've only been doing this for 40 years. <laughs> exactly. Because it's like you were like in high school, like applying for, to nursing school. You know, it's like you're yeah. like, this is what I want. She, you definitely and my alternative was journalism. Which you definitely would not have like, listened to her. Not no, you. I would not. Yeah. Have. So now that I've been a nurse for seven years and I'm somehow ended up in graduate school, my decision to go to graduate school was uh, the way I looked at it was a way out of what I'm currently doing, mm -hmm. which is killing me like this yeah. job is so challenging you i cannot commend you more where i've repeated the sentence that you said to me the other day to so many coworkers, and every single one of them has been like wow but i had a super challenging day last week the shit i deal with at work is just something that no human should have to go through in their lifetime and like the the skinny of it which is going to be horrible you'll probably have to cut it because it's just too dramatic trigger warning guys here if you do not want to hear about child illness or death please skip ahead one minute from now is i was taking care of a body all day of a child that mm -hmm. was brain dead so they weren't they were they were dead but we couldn't declare them dead for xyz this, this body was failing and I just had to care for this body and talk to the parents and discuss this with them and discuss next steps. 
this conversation that I had is one where the father was telling me, you know, how, this is my son. How do I make this decision? And saying, you know, if I meet him in the afterlife and he says to me, why did you make this decision? What am I going to say? Of course, these are things that you would never, you would hope to never be in this situation yourself. Yeah. And you, I came home and I was like so emotionally drained that I was exhausted, physically exhausted. And I was sitting on the floor texting you being like, I can't move. But it, like my day was not hard. My physical day was not hard. My emotional day was over the top. And you said, you go to work and do, you go to work every day and do the thing that most people try to avoid for their entire life. I said you face, yeah. yeah. You face the thing that most people try to avoid. Yes. Yeah. I have repeated that so many times to people because this person, this patient that I had, thankfully, and I mean that genuinely, passed away and is in a much better place than they were. I agree. But I have said that so many times since you said it to me and every single person's been like, I'm a prophet. Like, side note. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to laugh at this heavy time. No, it's This has been heavy, it's, but... It's, oh it's, we it did is some, heavy. It's yeah. wicked heavy. It's yeah. so absurdly heavy. Ugh. But unfortunately, it is my job. Like, it's yes. my day. It's, mm-hmm. That's what happens, yeah. And this isn't like, wow, this is the first time that I've had a situation like this in seven years. Yeah. This has happened to me often. And yeah. it, it dawned on me in that moment, which probably made it more emotionally heavy, that I knew how to deal with the situation because I've done it so many times. Yep. Which that struck me and I was like, oh my God, that's yes. horrible that I know what to expect parents to say to me. In it these is, situations. but I think, like I said, I think the only, the only time that it's really going to be an issue is when you like stop having those feelings. Not, yeah, I don't think not like that to not that I don't think you ever would. I just mean like I think you know feeling feeling everything is so exhausting, but feeling everything is so healthy. Yeah, it's healthy, and I do I I fully agree with that. I think you should process all of these normal human emotions, especially when you're in the field that I'm in. It's hard to have to do it so often. Yes. <laughs> And that aspect of pee. is I'm why okay. I've had to pee for like 20 minutes. <laughs> I thought you went. It's the why. Oh. There have had several of the ones. No, no, no. That, that aspect of it is why I was like, I need to get out of bedside nursing. Yeah. And I need to do something else, which is why I went back to grad school. But now that I'm in grad school, yeah. I'm realizing I'm just on a path to more of what I'm trying to get away from. Right. And I'm feeling less like I know what I want to do with my life than I told you, ever before. Just start giving people Botox. <laughs> I want to start a business where you go around and give people IVs that are hungover. That's what I'm saying. You can do life. a... Ash. Like, <laughs> what did or, you do last night? Wow, that sounds like so much fun. Here, have some IVs. Or at least you like, you know, you have that... I think you need lip fillers. Yeah, <laughs> but it's so true. But you have that degree... And you can, if you just, you know, one day are like, I'm done, I can't do this anymore. You have that option. Like this degree is opening doors and they're not just at a hospital doors. It's definitely opening doors to a, a, a more chill version of what I'm doing. Yeah. I can't even fathom how somebody is in your, and I, I probably bet that you can't fathom even more how someone stays in your role for more than five years 10 years like 
I work I work with nurses who have been there their entire career and they're retiring. That's crazy. At this hospital on this floor. Yeah. Wild. I don't understand that. Wild. I don't understand that. <laughs> like how do they how are they like healthy? They're you know. Dead inside, but. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> I'm only joking. I know that they're not. But. I, I know firsthand that they're not. But. All right, guys, we need to figure, get back on track, or like, just we're be done almost with at this. the end. We can wrap this up. I just, I tried to circle us back here. I know. Let's, uh, I do want to talk about you. Like, Ashley, you said, you know, you feel like you're not uh, more self aware, or you, I guess you are a little like more like, I don't really know where I, I like want to go. I'm more self aware. You're I more self aware, like but I'm more self aware, and I have more confidence in who I am. Yeah, I have less confidence in where I'm going. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. Uh, I think I know who I am now in terms of who I am with somebody else, who I am individually, um, and but I'm also like really excited to figure out like how I can grow. I had no idea who I was. Like I said, I feel like I've changed so much in the last decade of my life, even the last like six years of my life. I also feel so much more confident in myself career-wise and mostly just career-wise. Like I feel like I, that, was a, that was like the part of my life that was lagging always. Like I always felt like oh, I'm so behind and all that stuff. And now I feel like, wow, I'm like in a really good place financially I'm in a good place career-wise like I'm in a good place you know with in my personal life um I feel good I feel good about turning 30 I don't know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah I like that I ultimately feel good about turning 30 yeah I think that it's the decade that I'm going to discover like my May not you know, I don't think you ever know this, but maybe like discover my purpose. Yeah. Your life's potential. Yeah, my potential. I like that word better. My potential. Yeah, purpose and potential get left. Your purpose, I feel like you never know. No, I never know. No. But definitely your potential, or like have a better understanding of what you're good at and what you can do with those talents. Yeah. Yep. I also feel like we've at this point in our lives made it through. Like we've tread through a lots of shit and we've made it to the other side. So we can kind of just be like, hey, I did that. I'm good. I made it through that. Like I can take on the next shit that life throws at me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is like a new perspective because <laughs> when you're like 20, you don't think about that, all the shit that life throws at you. <laughs> My favorite yeah. thing is to reflect on everything you've been through. Well, we or did that like, last episode. We said our like failures, and we were like, "Oh my god, we've been through so much shit." Relationships, yeah. friendships, yes. Work. I precepted a new grad nurse for a day, and I was like, "Oh my god, you know nothing." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course they don't. They're brand new. But I was there one time, and yeah. now I know things. It's just such a cool perspective to mm-hmm. look back and be like, "Look how far I've come. Mm-hmm. Look at me, little old me, making my way." Yeah. <laughs> And like you said before, too, like we kind of care less about what people think about us. Yeah. Like I care about like what you guys think about me. Like, I, I mean, you less. know me, you know, like the true me. So you're never going to be like, 
judge me for me. You'll judge me for like maybe stupid decisions I make, but you're never going to like judge me for like bad, bad judgment. You know what I mean? I'm going to judge you for your like core identity of a person. Yeah. 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 Just like judge you for like your weird outfit or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just like cosmetic (laughs) things maybe. And that's fine. But like, I don't really care about the, what other people think about me. Like, that's something I've always um, uh, liked the most about you and looked up to you specifically for. That was fake. That was not fake. Mm. I have, I, how many that times have I said to you, um, <laughs> I've been oh, fake everybody, all everybody was scared of you in high school because you were a bitch. Mm. Oh, what yeah, they that were. translates to is you've always been so driven and done what you've wanted to do and made your own decisions and stuck to them regardless of what other people some people would get input from friends from outside sources and then be like oh no I'm not going to do this anymore I changed my mind I don't want to do that thing that I decided I wanted to do that Mm -hmm. was never the case with you you would say I want to do this I want to move to London I'm gonna move to India we'd all be like okay a little crazy but like (laughs) You did it anyway. Yeah. And it didn't matter. There was, I have always said, there's no talking you out of something. You want yeah. to do something. Yeah. That's true. You do it. I think. Um, Your marriage. Yeah. But so from my perspective, <laughs> I think it, anybody else who's. Out of that one. <laughs> anybody else who's similar to me would agree that you have a little, a little less confidence inwardly than you portray and I don't know how to explain it any other way like you kind of um maybe I kind of like over exaggerated things or or spoke and said I was going to do something before I thought about it I mean obviously duh but uh I was portrayed as a confident person but I don't know if I but maybe I don't maybe I'm not really remembering correctly maybe I was when I was a little younger but now Ugh, I don't know how to explain it. I know what you're saying. You're saying like, you, yes, you did make these decisions. Yes, you did go against what other people might have been telling you. And also on the inside, you were questioning those decisions, but yeah, you yeah, did yeah. them anyway. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. True. You were less confident in your own decisions. Like everybody else was less confident in your decisions. Yeah. But you decided you want to prove everyone wrong and yeah. do it anyway. I think at the end of the day, I was like, well, what's the, what's the worst that can happen? <laughs> Circle back to being carefree in our younger years. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this, is why, full this, this is why. This is why I got married, and now I'm divorced. <laughs> oh my god. We've all made questionable decisions. Uh, that's who true. we're with and who we've moved in with. Yeah. And we didn't even get into that in my regard in this episode. Nor need, will we. We don't need. No, to. we do not no, need sorry, to. We're not going to need to. Ever. Anyway, for me, uh, you know what I struggle with most right now is finding. A good routine for myself. Yeah. You got to get on that. Because you were on a good routine. Well, this is a thing. This is the thing, people. I sometimes tell people things that aren't necessarily true. (laughs) Some days I'm on a good routine. Some days I'm not. Some weeks I can do it. Some weeks I can't. Like, I fall off very easily. Like, I'm extra tired this week. I'm okay next week. There's my which I'm sure all of us are, we're on a fucking roller coaster of emotions and hormones. And it's just every week mental mindset is so 
so different from one week to the next. Like, like this week, I was so ready to have, like, my days planned out. And then something happened at work where I'm, like, tomorrow I'm supposed to, like, stay and, like, for a little bit and stuff. And I'm, like, okay, but I can't stay because I have other things I do on Friday nights, which is uh, work for – I do your work on Friday nights. Like, I sit, I relax by myself, and I bang out some, like, uh, blog posts. What's different about your early 20s to your late 20s? <laughs> Friday, Friday nights is what I do. <laughs> Friday nights are spent writing about air fryer uh, conversions. I've been to air fryer conversions. Yeah. That post was for you, by the way. Oh, thank you. And for Lily. I haven't written it yet, but uh, it's going to be for you. Air fryer recipes. Yeah. Anyway, I was like, sure, sure, I'll stay for an extra two hours and do whatever. I was just like, God, like, but that's like the day that I do things for, you know, and, but, ugh, whatever. I said no. It's like you have another job. So when are you gonna get my stuff Practicing. done? No, I'm gonna leave at. <laughs> I'm Someone only. Else pays you for something. I'm only staying for. I said this is the time I can stay till 5 p.m. That's it. So that's Don't one worry. hour. Yes. The biggest problem in my life that is an ongoing problem that cannot be fixed is I don't have a routine because I don't work the same days every week. Yeah. Which is so hard, and I crave it so much. When I have a week off of work and I maybe just have clinical or I just have school to deal with or maybe I don't have anything at all and it's blissful, it's the best week of my life. I feel like I'm in such a zen place of like, oh, I can just wake up and like then I'll read, then I'll doom scroll and then I'll like (laughs) um, (laughs) make myself breakfast and like I can have my own routine. If I wake up at 8.30, I have lunch around this time, I go to bed at 10 or whatever it might be. And I do that every day for more than one day in a row, and it's amazing to me. Yep. That's my, like, wonderful little... So I think your life's potential is to not work. <laughs> I think so, too. You know, I'm really hoping that David gets a new job soon where, like, he, makes, he can like, just make... What? No, I'm yeah. joking. I could. I would get so bored if I know, was yeah. just... Yeah. And I do love, like, as much shit as I've said about what I've done because it is so hard mentally, emotionally, physically, I... I am good at it, and I have the confidence to say that. I am really good at what I do, and I think other people around me know that and respect that, and I see that reflected on me, and that gives me a lot of pride. So I know that I want to do this thing. Yeah, because it makes you feel good. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the like I was talking about where friendships, I give – I have a certain level – of expectations that I expect back from my friends. Where are you going? Because I... I'm going to restart the whole thing anyway. Okay, like I was talking about before about friendship, where I put in this energy that I expect to be reciprocated and I have really high expectations. I have the same for my job, where I put in so much energy, so much effort, so much of myself, where I go home physically, mentally, emotionally drained... I expect respect and appreciation and the sense of being needed back from my job, but I don't get it right now. Yeah. And that's the part that I really struggle with, not having a routine and not getting that reciprocated. I think definitely you need like that respect and like feeling like what you're doing is like matters or you know what I mean? Like just yeah. some type of like feedback. Otherwise, it's kind of just like, why the fuck am I doing yeah. what I'm doing? Yeah. Like, I'm literally, I get burnt out every other month 
truly, because I've tracked it, and I feel like I'm giving so much of my energy that I could be putting towards school, school, I could be putting towards my hobbies, and what I'm getting in return is not what I think I'm worth, and not what I think the work that I'm doing is worth. Yeah. Which is such a shitty feeling. I hate that. I know. No, I agree. Yeah. I, I get it. I mean, I don't work like the same type of job that you do, but it's like... I feel like it's a common thing that a is, lot of people yeah. can relate to in their careers. Yeah. Not just this one. You want to feel appreciated. Ultimately, that's the goal of a career. Yeah. Because you want to feel like you're appreciated and needed. Yeah. And no, it's like my job, like I've, a lot of people, like my boss and stuff, they tell me like, you're doing great. But at the same time, she also mentioned a promotion to me in December. <laughs> Where is it? And it's now May. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Um, so personally, as someone who is in their 30s, <laughs> even though I don't know what the fuck we're talking about anymore. But what the fuck are we doing? I just feel like as you get older in general, like you learn about more about who you are, like what you want. You don't know how you're going to get there to where you want, maybe. But like, you know what you want, you know, you'll, and you're just like more confident in yourself. And what you don't want and the people that you want to surround yourself with or not surround yourself with. And I think that's one of the great things about turning 30. And I highly recommend turning 30. (laughs) (laughs) We are lucky that we are. Yeah, we are (laughs) lucky that we are getting to this age. I, um, a little point in that, though, I do think that I do now have clear lines. We're But like you and I are very different. Like I feel like you, you know, you went to college and you had like, you did switch like careers, you know, I mean, you are using your about your uh, degree now, but like you're you might you probably aren't going to in the future. And like for me, it was always like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. Like, I'm good at this. I'm good at that. But like, what the hell? And but now I feel like I can I have a clear path. Like, I feel like, you know, right now I have multiple incomes and like I'm good at this and I'm good at that. And I can do both those things and like maybe potentially one day stop this thing and like just do this thing. Like, I feel so much better about my future Mm -hmm. now than I did even a year ago, you know? Like, I'm I'm just like, I'm in a really good place, which is nice when you're turning 30 to be in a good place. (laughs) Somebody asked me this recently, and I'm curious if your answer is, because this is relatable to what we're talking about. If you could go back to when you were 10 years old with all of the knowledge that you have now, would you go back and relive your life? Yes. Because I met you when I was 10. And you would change that? No. No. <laughs> I would. You didn't say change. No, you I didn't relive. say relive. Re, relive, but you, you were like, you just Make picked different. up your life. All of a sudden, it's a Wednesday, and you're 10 years old, and you have all the knowledge that you have right now as 29 year old 32 year old and you were 10 years old and you could live your life however you wanted to would you go back and do it over i would definitely go to school for journalism but no, i would do it in that's england not this, that's like you have so to you start like, 10 you oh, would go 10. back and then change like your direction from when you were younger uh i not from when i was 10 i think for from 10 to 18 i would have lived the same life hmm. i think that i enjoyed the people i had in my life i think i enjoyed the you know like sports aspect of my life that happened i think 
I would have still chosen to go to England. Like, I think that was a huge thing. I mean, I would 100% call my, have called my nana back and made her not go to the Italian store that day. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Abby. <laughs> That's like one of those shows where you're like, it's like you can't change, like, you know, that when people die. Like like oh, um, butterfly. You know I mean? like, when yeah, people die. Yeah, like the timelines get all messed up. Well, yeah. then, you know, just for that fact alone, I would not want to go back to town. What would you say? I would say no, probably. I said no immediately. Yeah. I was like, absolutely not. No, I don't want to live it over again. I don't want to have to do it all over again. No. I don't have to go back to fifth grade and oh. do all of school again. I had fun. No. Yeah, hell no. Absolutely not. I think I probably would have um, tried a little harder in like high school. Not that I didn't try. Like, I mean, I graduated with uh, 3.54. I feel like that's pretty good. That is good. And I didn't try very hard. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I did my homework, and well, you the did, reason you were, senior year you didn't even go to school. Yeah, you did let's like be real. The, <laughs> my last year, I could have spent with you, and you weren't even there. And then you whisked yourself away to England. Uh, I'm sorry. We're together now. I Finally. what I mean by that is like I feel like well, I think I was good at like certain things. Like I was great at I, English. Like print came pretty easy to me. Like the only thing I had to really try out was science. Like math was like. I was fine at like as long as my teacher was good I was okay at it and like you know when you think about it 10 years ago uh, or Jesus Christ 12 years ago if we're going back to sophomore year 14 years ago uh, 3.54 GPA is like a solid B B's get degrees yeah so it's not like I could have tried harder but I feel like I did fine. I wasn't a disruption in class. I like did my homework. But I would not like to go back and relive the pressure of school. No, me yeah. either. It's like you have middle school, high school, college, I don't grad think, school, oh, I, after grad school. Yeah. I don't think I ever really felt, felt no. pressure from school. I have always. I don't want to deal with just, that. I have, I, I have been a good student yeah. despite that. I have worked so hard to be a good student. Yeah. And it doesn't I, come easy to me. Yeah. David goes to school, reads a page, remembers all of it the next yeah. day. It is easy for him. Mm-hmm. He's one of those people. For me, it does not come easy. That's I like have Emily. To work so hard. Emily had like uh you know, has a photographic memory, which I don't understand how somebody with an as crazy of the ADHD brain as Emily can photograph Emily, I love you. I actually don't even know if she listens to this. You I need to text, text her. Yeah. Hi, you're mentioned in one hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> Make sure you listen to a little thing. Thanks, bye. Uh, anyway, oh we should wrap this up. Yeah. Oh, my God. To wrap this up, I've been wanting to say this the whole time because I am trying to spread compliments more in my life to people. Everybody knows you like receiving compliments, and I enjoy giving them. It's like giving a gift. You enjoy sometimes giving the gift more than you like receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. I this was sparked by you sent me a meme on Instagram recently, Abby. I also have one for you, Sarah, so don't worry. And so, <laughs> but you, it was something that. about like being more confident around your friend. All that it made me picture is when I was, uh, you were coming to the party that we just had. We were up on the roof. I was looking down on the sidewalk. Oh, yeah. There's this group of twenty people. My closest my only friends <laughs> were all behind me and you were walking down the sidewalk and i'm yelling oh ow sex 
sexy lady look at you as you're walking down the sidewalk in any other circumstance i would have never done that or yelled that at anybody in public with everybody i know behind me and here i am just like hooting and hollering over the side of my my apartment building hooting and hollering over the side of my apartment building and like not even in a silly way it was you and i were talking about as you were walking down the sidewalk i was like Look at her. She looks so good. Yeah, but look the two them. of you also look so, they cute. Look so cute. You guys are like together. holding hands. You like picked up his hand and kissed yeah, it. Yeah, like look yeah. at them. They're so <laughs> cute. And then we were talking about you, and I just started yelling like as if it was an average day. You're every other day, and I was like, this girl brings me the most confidence when I'm with you or if you're nearby. All of a sudden, like all my inhibitions are gone, and I'm just like, "Fuck it, this girl's here." I'm crying. <laughs> oh my god, this girl's here. It's got to be a good time. You can't like- say shit like this, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> you know she'll cry. Oh, this is so you good. bring me such a sense of calm. Oh. Like I know that if we're together, a we're gonna have a good time, and b like it's all gonna be fine. I can say whatever the fuck I want. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Neither of us are gonna be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe she's yeah." Saying that. This is on uh, sisterhood. That's what 20 years of French goes to. Yeah. Sister <laughs> status. I really did tear up on that. Guy. <laughs> she did. What I was going to say to you, though, Sarah, is... Uh, so, Abby forced us to be friends. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, she kind of did. But well, we were living in the same place. As long as I've known you, Abby, I know. we yeah. have known each other. But you were always the older sister, and, like, you didn't want to hang out with us, which I totally understand. When we were younger, that all made sense. I didn't when you were younger, but now I, like, only want to hang out with us. But it made sense when you were younger, and, I kn- and, like, we... I don't know if we ever wanted to hang out with you. Like, it went both ways. Yeah. It was just like we I were... I feel like I hung out with her and her friends, and then we hung out. Like, there was no, yeah. like, yeah. crisscross, really. Yeah. Regardless... Which is weird. We didn't really know each other growing up, despite us, Abby, being best friends. Like, yeah. We never had a relationship, you and I, Sarah. So then when Abby was like, oh, hang out, do these things, when I moved here and you were here, and it was like... We didn't know each other, so now we're starting as like adults to be friends. Like, it's weird, right? Like, yeah, we don't know each other. We're like, oh, like, where did you grow up? Oh, I already know that. What do you do? Oh, I already know that. Like, wh- who's your boyfriend? I already know that. Like, yeah. all these things I already knew to build that relationship. We were starting in such a weird place. Since you've started this podcast and me listening to it religiously every Thursday, because I feel like I'm on a phone call with my best friends, I have learned so much about you and seen like this confidence that you have that I've never seen before and your personality through this platform has like shown so much and I feel like I never got no, to I'm see correct. that <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I never got to see that and it's oh so it, it really like the too. only way I can sum it up is it really opened Jesus. my eyes to like why Abby was like be friends <laughs> Like, Sarah's cool. You're cool. Be together. Be friends before she moved here. And I feel like it was hard for us to, like, get to that point. And I don't even know if we are at that point still because we don't hang out, you and I, together. Well, that Unless would be Abby's weird. Here. Well, we did before you moved here. Yeah, yeah but, we did. I yeah. mean, you could, but like that would be weird. So I was like, Ashley, would say, <laughs> <laughs> you're not invited. Yeah. It's just we we like we try. We oh didn't gosh. try. That's the worst word. We were trying to be we did friends. when abby said hang out we're like okay we should hang out we should hang out and we yeah. both knew that we and we both knew we would get along because of yeah. course we would we love the same person 
But it was a weird time for both of us to be like, okay, I guess we'll be friends now yeah. as adults where we already have, like you said, our routines. And like now you have to find a friend that fits yeah. into your routine and like you have to make time for this person. But ultimately, like I knew at that time, Abby and I are going to be friends forever. You guys are sisters. We're all going to be friends for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's been such a nice opportunity through this platform to like learn more about you and be like, okay, I think I know more about this girl now. Like, I think we're getting closer, even though we're not having a conversation. I'm yeah. just listening to you in the podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. There's your compliments for the day. That's so nice. That is so funny. You give the best compliments. I know. God. We cried. We're going to end it on uh, that note because yeah, I that know. was the best way to end a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> If uh, anybody needs to feel better about the day, um, we'll leave Ashley's direct line and she'll give you a compliment. Uh, compliment. Yeah, we're going to leave her her cell phone number on Spotify. Hi, <laughs> boy. Slide in my DMs. Oh, oh, how do I end this? All right, guys, I think that's it for the day. Thank you to our guest, Ashley. Thank you, Ash. This was so much. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. It was so fun and very therapeutic. That's the reason we have these episodes. And don't forget to rate us five stars on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, et cetera, et cetera, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Certified Adult, on Facebook at Certified Adult. You can follow me on Instagram at Real Food with Sarah, on Facebook at Real Food with Sarah. Go to my website, realfoodwithsarah.com. Get some good recipes, get some good meal plans. Yep, meal plans sent out every Sunday. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.